Okay, question of the day. Would you rather age from the neck up or the <laughs> neck down <laughs> only? <laughs> only. Wow. Yes. You can only age from the neck up or the neck down. Oh. Like in my current state right now, at the age I am, or am I older? Yeah, age you are. Oh, that's terrible, bro. Like, <laughs> um, oh, that's awful. Like, I don't know. I guess if I, that's really hard because, like, you want your face to, you know, I, a lot of people are always saying, you look so young. And I really appreciate <laughs> that black don't crack. Um, but then if it's like my neck or below, <laughs> Like, I can't wear swimsuits. I can't wear skirts. <laughs> I can't wear nice shoes because I may have big ankles. They're going to be like, so confused when you put some swimsuit on. Like, wait. Like, what? 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 Um, you know, okay. I would say from the neck up simply because black don't crack. So, right now people have told me I look 16. So, if I can look 15 years younger than what I really am, if I'm aged at a 40, I would only look like 25. Okay. So your face would would be older but not look bad because black don't crack. Exactly. And your body would still be 30. Yeah, my body would still be 30. So it would kind of be balanced out. Uh-huh. I like it because <laughs> I just... <laughs> I just couldn't imagine, like, your face being 30, like, you sagging everywhere, like, sagging out your swimsuit, you wrinkling. I know. That was tough. What about, what's your answer? Do you have to answer? No, I'm I'm agreeing with you for the same reason. Okay. My face, I I look young, too. So, I'm going to have to go with that, because by the time I'm 50, I'm going to eventually, finally look 30. Exactly. But my exactly. body gonna be 30. It'll still be 30. Yes. <laughs> okay, you see? Cool. Yeah, I can't I can't have my face looking 30 in my body. They'd be like, what the? F-? Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. They don't go. Okay. Yes. Well, the finally okay. one that we agree on. This is great. We agreed on the last one, I think. I don't think so. Damn, Gina. It's okay. Welcome to episode five of A Thin Line Between Life and What the Fuck, the podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Desiree. And I'm CK. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Thanks for tuning in. Today we're talking friendshipping. I just made that word word up. Mm -hmm, Um, Friendshipping as an adult, i.e. finding your tribe, crew, posse, whatever you like to call it. Squad. Squad. Yeah, that's the best one. I can I don't can't believe I didn't think about that one. Um but anyway, yeah, we're talking about all things uh friendships as an adult. Um and this is just a really interesting topic. Um I feel like people are always talking about their friendships and the shifts and the different ebb and flows and um just kind of trying to navigate that because I feel like as an adult it's a lot more difficult to sustain friendships. Um I remember like being a kid and friendships were just so easy um, and natural. 
I mean, I may have liked a pair of your shoes and then we became friends and we were friends for like 10 years and you didn't really have to do a lot to maintain that friendship. I mean, you were seeing each other all the time at school or, Mm -hmm. you know, extracurricular activities, hanging out. So it was just easy. But I feel like um, as an adult, friendships are kind of hard, I would say. Low key, because it's like after you graduate college, because college is like you can make friends easily. We everywhere, Mm -hmm. especially, Mm -hmm. you know, when you have people in your class and stuff like that. Same thing as elementary, high school, junior high, all that. Right. But after that, it's like, I'm a whole ass adult. Like, you're not going to work like, want to be my friend? Like, nobody's doing that. No one ever. So I remember moving here, moving to Dallas, and I had you um which was good but then besides that it was like well I guess I'll just be friends with Chelsea's friends (laughs) yeah (laughs) wow which was good I mean but that's so funny like that you would say that but yes that okay I mean and that I think that's naturally how it happened I think Yeah, that's interesting because when I moved to Dallas, you know, I had a group of friends that was already there. Kalisha and Gabby lives there. Um, I didn't necessarily befriend all of their friends, um, but it was super helpful, you know, to move to a new place and already have someone there. I can't imagine, like, moving to a location and not knowing anyone. Man. Like, no one Mm -hmm. at all. Um, That's tough. Um, Although I do have some tips later on about how to navigate that. But I do think um, that definitely makes it easier for sure as an adult. Oh, yeah. I feel like for me, that's low key a factor of me moving somewhere. Like, do I know somebody there? Because it's Mm -hmm. tough. I mean, besides like if I have family there. So, like, you know, I was going to move to Cali because I love Cali. And I was like, well, my cousin Jazz is there. Now I'm like my best friend Chelsea's there. But if y'all wasn't, oh, no, that would not be a right. factor. Mm-mm. That's too much work. It is a lot of work. And so I take that back. When I moved to Cincinnati, Stead was the only person. Stead and BK and Tosh were the only people I knew. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have, like, any, like, friends. Like, Cincinnati, I knew no one in the state. And that was challenging. Yeah. Um, now that I think about, like, my experience and meeting people and connecting, you know, while working, um, a lot of hours at that time I was at Target, so I was working a lot of hours. Um, so it was, you know what, that definitely makes it easier. Like, it's very difficult making friends as an adult, um, yeah. especially in new cities. Yeah. Wow, I had forgot about that. I lied that fast. Is it ho- So, you know what, now that you said that, so Tosh and BK were, like, your only friends in Cincinnati. They were Stead's mm-hmm. friends, right? Yes. So though, uh-huh. yeah. So how was that? Because some people, and you instead aren't like this, but some people, and this is not like an episode about relationships, but some people in relationships they rely so heavily and they're so codependent, right? That they mm-hmm. have like the same friends. They don't have yeah. friends outside of each other. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I know y'all aren't like that. So for that situation you kind of had to rely on his friends to be your friends kind of like I did with you when you when I moved to Dallas so how was that like your friends being your boyfriend's friends no that's true um 
Man, that's crazy that you say that. Um, I was very fortunate to, so uh, the city that I worked in was predominantly white, of course, Mm -hmm. and Ohio is predominantly white. Um, And so I was very fortunate to um, meet Paige. So I met her at Target. So I was actually replacing her. So she trained me for like the first two weeks and we kind of just hit it off. Like we just kind of connected instantly. Um, and so I was actually pretty fortunate. I met her like right when I moved to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And so all those studs, uh, like Tosh and BK, uh, I didn't really have to rely on them a lot, I would say, because then I kind of started meeting people. Now I did like go out with them a lot, like, um, and I met a ton of people, um, that way, like just kind of going out to social events, meeting people, you know, of like age and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say, though, like relying on them as far as like if I wanted to do something, I had to call one of them or feeling like I couldn't do anything because I didn't know anyone or like always having to go to everything with them. Um, It wasn't that way. I was pretty fortunate to meet cool people like pretty early on. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so I kind of had a group of friends. But then, I mean, I guess it just depends on like the the culture of the city you move to. Right. Like I didn't have it. I feel like I had a ton of friends in Dallas. Um, I feel like I have a, a good amount of friends here in LA, but in Cincinnati, I may have hung out with like three people mm-hmm. just because the culture is like totally different. People aren't as friendly. People kind of in, uh, what my experience was of Cincinnati, people like have their friends that they've had since grade school. And they're not like really interested in like making new friends, um, or really connecting. Um, there were a few people that I met that weren't that way, but for the most part, yeah, like making friends in Cincinnati was really hard. Yeah, it was really, really hard. So, yeah, kind of struggled there. But what would you say, like, as you kind of just look, um, you know, at all your friendships or when you're making friends, like, what are some things you think like make a good friend? Like, because it's different, right? At like we talked in high school, you have you're cheering together, you're on dance squad band, you know, you have that mutual connection right off the mm-hmm. top. It's not really hard. But as an adult, you kind of have to seek out things and people have so many different interests. So Whew. what do you look for? I know <laughs> that was a that was a loaded question. That was like dating. It's like, what do you look for in a friend? Right? <laughs> um, you know, like I guess it just depends on like the the stage or time in my life that I'm in. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm talking about the therapist episode again, but it <laughs> it depends on the time uh, in my life. So one thing I had to realize was that all your friends are not for all the same purposes. Like you will have that friend that you go out with um, and they're down to go out all the time. Whenever you want to go out, they're mm-hmm. down. They, you can hit them for last right. minute plans. They down. You got that friend that, you know, always down to go out to eat brunch. You got the Sunday fun day friend. You got the bitch. I can't stand my nigga friend. Give me advice. You, got the <laughs> you don't want to ask for advice. You know what I'm saying? You got all these different types. Yes. So it's like, it really depends. It really does. depend. Mm-hmm. And, I'm not like a no new friend type of person. Like I'm open to meeting new people. Um, But I say that. And then I also say like, I'm not always looking for new friends. So sometimes I'm like, 
I got too many friends. Like, you know, like you got too many commitments. And I run into that a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, I love my friends. Like, y'all are so dope. But it's like sometimes you run into the issue where you have so many friends. And I like to show up for my friends. Like, showing up is a big ass thing for me in friendships. Right. And sometimes it's almost like having multiple boyfriends or girlfriends, you know, or whatever. It's like you have to commit to all these people now. And people don't realize the more relationships, like genuine friendships you have, you got to mm-hmm. show up for every single one of those people. Right. Um, so it depends. I didn't really answer your question, no. but that's my answer. No, um, I appreciate that. And I understand that for sure. I think I am definitely open to, um, you know, connecting with new people always. Um I'm a social person and I, I just like meeting new people. Um, so I would never say that, but I think the labeling of people is a lot different for me now as I get older. Um, had tons of experiences and shifts with friendships, but I just really feel like friend is like a really strong word now. It's not something that I'm just gonna, you know, give every person who I may be connected to in my life. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when I talk about a friend and what a friend is to me, I would think as I've gotten older, it's someone who is non-judgmental. I think that's really important. And I think friendships, they're relationships, and they're a lot like our romantic um, relationships in a sense that you want to be able to show up as your true self and not be judged for it. And I've had tons of friendships in the past that were just judgmental. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just, you know, that's as transparent as I can be. Um, and whether that was forthcoming or behind my back, it was, it came back around. And, and, you know, you can kind of sense which friends are judgmental and when you feel like you're putting on a mask mm-hmm. um, or, you know, appeal, appearing to be some other way. And so I think for me, like, that's really important, um, being able to show up someone who um, accepts you for who you are and is non-judgmental, someone who appreciates the differences in other people um, is really important. I have a really diverse group of people, of Mm -hmm. friends, and uh, I appreciate the difference um, in all of my friends. So I think that's important as well. Of course, you want someone who you have common interests with because you know, if you, if you're not, not interested in similar things, I mean, how, like, how are you really connected? I feel in some sense, yeah. you either have to have common interests or common like values or morals or something like that. Um, and then I guess just someone like I can, um, how do I say this? I feel like you and I have the type of relationship where we can communicate openly and be transparent and may have a difference of opinions, but it's never, it's never like toxic. Mm-hmm. I've had really toxic friendships where um, you can't really, you know, you can't really have a different opinion than they do. It's always an argument. It's always a problem. Um, there's always an issue. Yeah. And so I've had friendships like that that are very draining. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> somewhere where, you you know, it's give and take. Uh, there, There's mutual respect and understanding. And that's simply what it is. You don't really have that you know, friction. Yeah. I don't know how, what I'm trying to say, but that's what I, I mean. know. And I'm not going to say any names, <laughs> but I know Uh-oh. that 
we have somebody that you and I both know, and they have fallen out with, like, all of their friends at some point. And I'm mm. like, is that, like, are you toxic? Are they toxic? <laughs> like, are you just bad at friendships? Yeah. Like, and I'm right. like, some right. people, it's like, that's normal. It's like, yeah, me and so-and-so fell out. We're cool again. Me and so-and-so fell mm-hmm. out. We cool again. I'm like, me and Chelsea ain't mm-hmm. never fell out. Like, are we nah, weird? No, for real. Like, <laughs> never. Should should we fall out right quick? Like, is this going to nah, make us bounce back too old, for, too, too old for fallouts, bro. But I'm like, constantly? <laughs> constantly? And yeah. It's like, and, but, and then it'd be like, they quote unquote best friends. And I'm like, mm-hmm. are y'all? Because <laughs> like, me and my right. best friend, like, like, yeah, yeah, that's not a normal thing. And it's, I don't know, that's kind of weird. But, I've seen that I also am very mm, observant and I I pay Mm -hmm. attention to people who call everybody their best friend. Like (laughs) even friend a little bit, because to your point, everybody is legit, not your friend. Um, Right. Like some people are just your work associates or your work friend, like work Mm -hmm. friend. Okay, cool. But yep. just because y'all talk at work, because y'all sit right next to each other, and y'all don't talk again until Monday, it's like, nah, that's like having a relationship in elementary, and y'all didn't talk right. Saturday and Sunday, and you know, so it's like, the people who call everybody their best friend, I don't know, it's always been really weird to me, like, I've had people um, who call me their best friend, and I'm like, oh. Like, I, I hate to tell you. Like, so, hmm. how do I? Hmm. Like, ooh. yes. It's like, how do you handle that? And it's like, at what point? Like, the other thing, and I know it's like a loaded question. It's like, what do you do in that situation, right? Like, when somebody calls you their best mm-hmm. friend, but they're your friend, but you wouldn't say that they're your best friend because you're careful with that term. And then on top of that. At what point do you realize you and somebody are best friends? Like, even me and you, it's like, we never had a conversation that goes, Chels, you know what? We've been, you know, we've been kicking it for a minute. I think it's about time. (laughs) We take it to the next step, bro. (laughs) We best friends, okay? (laughs) We never had that. No, I don't really know how to answer that because... (laughs) <laughs> no one has ever had to have that conversation with me. And I don't feel like I've ever had to have that conversation with anyone, just to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, yeah, like, I don't just say, like, best friend. Like, oh, this is my best friend. I do have three best friends, but those I only have three mm-hmm. best friends. That's it. Um, and I have, like, really close friends. Uh, and then I have family. You know, I kind of couple it all in there because as I get older, um, friends, I have more friends that have kind of fallen off the friend category falling out of the friend category Why? and they're kind of just like at the associate what what made category. them make that switch to you like what made them go from friend to associate or were they really always an associate but you kind of slipped up called them a friend and realized that they're just associate um i think there are a lot of things um i think i saw a lot of shifts in friendships uh when i moved to different locations And I was seeing that the relationship wasn't reciprocal. Like, I was always reaching out. Um, I was always checking in. I was always the one trying to, like, connect and, um, 
you know, see the person or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. And so um, I feel like that was the case for some of the relationships. Um, other things, just like sometimes nothing happened, you know, just people's life took them in different directions. And for whatever reason, uh, we just didn't stay connected. Yeah. Um nothing like I never had any friendships just that I can recall fall off just because things were like bad but you know I I have had toxic friends and uh those things kind of just revealed themselves through Mm -hmm. actions and then at that point we just kind of um grew up yeah yeah and so I would say that probably those are the reasons you agree yeah or have you had the similar experience you know um and the you're my best friend so you already know this but I I had a situation where someone went from like my best friend to not even anything anymore. Um, and in this situation, I realized that there was kind of no coming back from that situation. And us, unfortunately, not even be able to be friends because the person yeah. kind of, um, I don't know, like revealed, confessed to me that they were jealous of me. And it wasn't just, like, one aspect of my life. It was, like, they gave me the rundown, like, of, you know, all these different things that they, I I thought they were my friend, right? Like, I thought I could come to them and, you know, like, like, me and you, like, I tell you everything. Like, I tell you the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, whatever. So, if I get a promotion, you know about it. If I, you know, buy some new thing that I'm really excited about, you know about it. Like, you're my friend. And this person, all those times that I was, you know, confiding in them and telling them stuff um, and all of that, they kind of basically was like, noted, noted, noted. It was like, you got this, Mm. you got this, you got this. You remember that? Mm. I think I'm pretty sure I told you about this. And I was like, wow, I was shook. I was like, damn, like. Okay, and I knew this person was like that about their sister, but, you know, I don't have siblings, so I was like, maybe that's a sibling thing, like, I don't know, right, Right. and then I was like, no, exactly, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so when she started giving me the rundown on all these different aspects, and legitimately out of her mouth said, like, you know, she was jealous of all these different things, right, Um, I was, it clicked to me, and I was like, is sad because I don't I don't hate you I don't have any ill will like wish anything bad on you at all I just realized that unfortunately we can't be friends and it was like a breakup like I joke about friendships almost being like relationship like intimate relationships and they kind of are just like Mm -hmm. damn it was like a breakup it's like that was my best friend and and to find out that you're kind of revealing like oh I've been jealous of you for years like years yeah. and all these things I yeah, thought she would be happy and celebrating with me you weren't um that was crazy so I mean in short like you have to realize everybody ain't clapping with you or for you like some people right. that's why y'all gotta be very careful about saying somebody is your friend and having certain expectations because I feel like when you put a label and not all labels are bad right like you shouldn't have to be careful about who you call your friend but you do and with right. friend with best friend comes expectations mm-hmm. oh, right Lord. so tell me about it 
No, I get it. I think what's interesting about what you said too, sometimes um, just how you spoke about like how she was jealous, mm-hmm. right? I feel like sometimes you can have friends that can only see and connect with you at the level that they used to know you. Ooh, at. that's a word. And I and I think it's like a classic, like, hey guys, if you haven't watched the new uh, season of Insecure, don't listen oh, wait, to this. Wait, I haven't. It, oh my god. So, <laughs> oh no, Des, stop it! Not today. You haven't watched the season no, at all. I told you I don't have HBO, so I gotta do some finessing. Well, you know, bro, I gotta say it now though. Okay, okay. Um, dang, <laughs> bro. Like anyway, okay. I won't say what happens, but you have some friends that only know you being at your lowest point, or only can accept you. Um, or their place in your life is always having to show up for you or always having to fix things in your life or always having to give you the relationship advice or get you out of Mm. bad um, situations or whatever. And so when a person starts to evolve, some people can't see you for a better you. Um, and And that may not necessarily be jealousy. You know what I'm saying? It may just be you know, they, yeah, I guess it's just like everyone. They feel like they don't have a place in your life anymore. They're like, I was the helper. I was the fixer. Like, now you good. Like, what you need me for? So I just thought that was interesting, too. Um, I've seen that happen in Friends, too. But I think as I've gotten older, I think the quality of friendships is much much more important than the quantity. Um, I, I feel like at one point in my life, I had tons of friends, tons of people I considered friends. And they may not have even been friends. They may have just been people like I kicked it with. Like we go to the club together. We go to happy mm-hmm. hour together. Um, but I couldn't like, um, you know, trust them and, and and really tell them my deepest, darkest secret. Or I couldn't like reveal the like negative parts of me to them or show up as, you know, who I really was at mm-hmm. that moment. So, you know, um, I thought they were friends people that I worked with, you know, calling them work friends, but the people who are really friends um, have really shown themselves to me in like the last, I don't know, two to three years. And I have really quality friendships and not that many. So I'm happy with that. Um, So now, yeah, I understand the importance of quality versus quantity. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty interesting because we talk about like how easy it is, you know, as a kid to make friends, but I think it's really important to know how to sustain Um, relationships as an adult and um, some ways that I have found to be helpful have been I'd first say like being deliberate so like just like any relationship like a romantic relationship you put in effort um, you make time you commit um, and that's how you constantly grow um, and connect I think you have to kind of do the same thing with your friends and so it it takes effort um, to maintain friendships um, but not to where mm-hmm. it feels like a chore. Because if it feels like a chore, then it seems like there's a disconnect. If it seems like it's a chore, then it's probably not reciprocal. You're probably the one putting all the energy out. Um, so not saying, like, only put all the energy out or call them all the time or, you know, be the only one um, attempting. But I think it's important to, like, make time for your friends. Whether that's, you know, doing things that you guys enjoy together, whether that's exercising or if you guys like happy hours or if you guys like reading together, whatever it is, um, I think it's important to be Mm -hmm. intentional 
and deliberate about checking in, um, you know, making sure they're good. Um, I think it's also important to be selective. We kind of talked mm-hmm. about that a little bit, but I think it's important to just be selective with the type of people that you allow into your energy oh, yeah. and your space. Um, as we become like older, we understand the importance of like peace and in all aspects of your life. And that's with your friendships as well. Um, so you shouldn't be in friendships that are draining. I don't care how long you've known the person. Um, and so it's important to just be selective about who you allow into your space and what energy you allow into. Um, so that affects, you know, your mental health, um, your quality of life, all of that. Um, and last thing I would say was is to like understand and have boundaries. Um, and boundaries are like key. And boundaries in friendships, I've had to like really learn um, the importance of boundaries in particular friendships over the course of like the last two to three years um just because if you have none like friends much like romantic relationships will take advantage of you and it's probably not intentional right um I'm sure everyone has the best intentions but as it relates to draining of your energy and always having to be the person to show up um or always like someone has an expectation that you're always going to be the person to do this or you're always going to answer the phone or whatever the case may be setting boundaries is really important um because if you don't like people will just run yeah. over you um yeah i think yeah i think it's, i've it's seen it thing. <laughs> experienced yeah. it i think yeah uh, i agree with all of that i think um consistency and and mutually putting in effort is key because Mm -hmm. just like any relationship this like friendship should be mutually beneficial it shouldn't just benefit one person right uh one person and Mm -hmm. i feel like some people don't grasp that concept unfortunately (laughs) not even trying to be funny it's very yeah it's it's like they're a drain and it's like they're just sucking everything out of you but they're not putting anything back you know what i'm saying and it's like i'm glad that you think i'm a good friend but i need a good friend you know what i'm saying like i just can't keep giving 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 and then you hit me one day you're like girl what's wrong with you girl i'm tired I need a friend. Right. Shit, yes. Damn. Like, please yeah. help me. Like, <laughs> so um, back to boundaries. Yeah. Like, um, I think it's really good. Like, you should have friendships where you can talk about those boundaries, set those boundaries. And it, the conversation might not be like, hey, Chelsea, I want to talk about boundaries. Like, no, you should be able to just have a conversation right. and be like, hey, love you so much, but girl, you know, I'm just going through a little bit, so I might not be as available or, you know, something. And that's okay. Like, I know that there's been times where, um, and it's definitely not you, right? Like, I'm like, hey, Chelsea, I'm gonna turn off my phone for, you know, whatever, whatever. And I hit you when I turn it back on. I just need a break. And you like, cool, enjoy your break. You like, that's how it should be not like what you mean what you doing like why like (laughs) no like if you can't set boundaries in any relationship like friendship or you know intimate relationship like something's wrong 
because I feel like the only right. time people get offended or threatened by a boundary is when they've been benefiting in a way that did not benefit you yes. and you peep game yes. and that boundary is about uh. to prevent them from getting that benefit you know what I'm saying it's bringing some yes. of that stuff to light they're That's like good. oh damn now I gotta reciprocate Mm-mm. she just peeped that nope she realized that every time I call her I'm just complaining about x y and z like nah so right. I think that you should be able to set boundaries for sure. And um, not even that it doesn't mean something's wrong with your friendship or relationship, because I feel like um, like I feel like you and I kind of have boundaries. I mean, kind of, but we whatever, like we're so like in sync all the time that we don't really necessarily need boundaries, but we communicate. And I think that's the other thing I was coming to is like yeah. good communication is key, just like in any relationship like I have some friends who when they're going through stuff they like completely just go ghost like you don't hear from them they don't text you back they don't answer no calls they you know whatever and everybody deals with stuff differently um but Mm -hmm. I think communication is definitely key because we all go through stuff so like even when I'm going through it or whatever I feel like hey I just need like a mental break I will just let y'all know like hey my bad, you know, I was going through this or whatever, but I'm not going to go ghost for days before I let you know because I know that my friends still need me. So that kind of goes back to the, you got to show up. Like you chose to have all these friends and right. make these friendship commitments. <laughs> you got to follow through. You can't just go go. You know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah, no, I agree with everything you said. Boundaries, communication, showing up mutually benefiting not sucking the life out of people and realizing like kind of self-reflecting every now and then and going hey like what am I giving to this relationship am I just taking from this relationship or am I also providing are we mutually benefiting and if you feel if you realize that like dang like I'm always hitting that person and everything I say is negative or or like you said like I'm the only person that's hitting somebody up. Like, that's a conversation that needs to be had. So, yeah. Right. No, I think those things are important. And, too, like, I think it's important <laughs> to be able to be in a friendship where you can deal with friendship mm-hmm. conflicts and not avoid them. I've had friendships where people have issues and then they just don't talk Ooh. to you about it. And you wondering what's going on or like hey like again like you say like when they're going through things they ghost you but it's different because you guys have had some sort of conflict and they're not emotionally available Mm -hmm. to communicate that and so I think it's really important in sustaining relationships to make sure you're dealing with friendship conflicts regardless of what it is um, and not like holding on or like harnessing any bad energy or bad feelings um, because that will cause like a shift and I mean, it could just be, you know, something as simple as a misunderstanding or, you know, dang, my bad. I didn't understand that that made you feel that way. I'm sorry. Whatever the case may be, I think it's important with sustaining relationships to be open and honest about how you feel, be available emotionally to have those conversations, uh, just like any other relationships. And y'all, like Dad said, like, don't be the friend, like have some pot, like, you know what they say birds of a feather flock together so if all your friends negative I'm gonna assume you negative too but I was gonna say like make sure you have 
positive people around you. Don't always be the friend that's calling someone, complaining, like you said, or just having something negative to say or draining all their energy. I have a, I know people. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, I've known of some people um, in my life uh, that sometimes I don't even want to answer the phone. <laughs> This because is not funny, but it's funny. I, I, no, it's not. That's why I'm not laughing because I know what headspace it's going to put me in. And I know that after that conversation, I'm not yeah. going to feel uplifted. I'm not going to feel, um, you know, I'm not going to just feel whatever. Like uplifted yeah. is the best word, probably. I'm not going to have just They're really good energy vibe. flowing. I'm going to, I'm going to need to go get some sage. Um, is it Sage? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I'm talking about the rice cooker. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> you gotta second. do something. You gotta get yes, your mind right. Is. Basically, is what Bro, you're getting at. <laughs> you know, let me tell you guys something. Um, I had... <laughs> A little something, I'm a little inebriated. Um, and so right then I forgot, like I have Sage Bro like right on my bookshelf. Like and I was like, wait a second, is that right? Or is it not? That's what I want to say, guys. Um moving right along. <laughs> but moving along, yeah. Have yes, have positive yes. energy. Okay. Guys. <laughs> um I think <laughs> so we talked about, you know having friends for different times in your life or um, for different parts of your life, like the, the, the friend you can go out with, the friend you can get advice from. Um, mm-hmm. When I sit and I think about, okay, what are like the buckets of types of friends? So like, this is what I came up with. So the needy friend, the one who like always needs something like, the Felicia of mm-hmm. friends. Um, the one oh, who's Lord. always giving advice, kind of like the giver, the nurturer, um, the optimistic friend who like, no matter how bad things are, they're always like, it's going to be okay. Or they, you know, you can always go to them to get positive vibes. Um, the one mm-hmm. who is low key or like even before COVID-19, they were always socially distant. <laughs> So they love you, but <laughs> they love their introverted me time too. Um, and then you yes. have like the no new friends yes. friend, the one who's like, you got to kind of brief them before you bring them around new people. Like, okay, don't say this. This person's nice. Don't be mean. Like you got these different categories of friends. What type yeah. of friend do you think yeah. you are? I would have I think I'm the optimistic friend and um, I feel like there's a category. I don't know if you said this friend, but yeah, as you broke everyone up into categories, I feel like there's also a friend who encompasses all of those except needy and social (laughs) distancing. Mm, Did you say mm -mm. that? No, you didn't. Not really. Mm -mm. So I feel like there's some sort of friend that has a good balance. Of anyway, that wasn't a question. I'm yeah, a compassionate. I would friend. agree. I would agree. I think that's me, and I think I have all of those friends <laughs> that you name: needy, social distance, talking too much, 
giving advice when not asked. Yeah. I have all these friends. Like, yeah. Which friend are you? Um, I would say I'm definitely not the needy friend. Not at all. Um, <laughs> um, I find myself giving advice a lot um, and the positive vibes. So I would say, yeah, a mix of the like giver, nurturer, advice person and the optimistic yep. friend is like, oh, mm-hmm. girl, come over. We, we going to drink. We going to go out. We going, you know, whatever. So I would say I'm a mix of those two. No, I agree. I uh, agree for sure. And I, I do find myself giving a lot of advice too. Um, but I, I enjoy it. Like the people that I give my advice to, I feel like it's received well and it's like reciprocal, right? And it's, it does, it's asked. Like I'm not just giving yep. my opinion because I think I want to. Like you have to be careful with that too because just because it's your friend doesn't mean you mm-hmm. can say everything you want yeah. to say. You can't be honest to a point yes. where you just talk. And I think there's a there's a level um. of self-awareness that people need to practice a little yes. bit. Um, so, like, even with us saying, like, hey, there's these categories of types of friends. Think about, like, what type of friend you are. Because um, I think with every type of mm-hmm. friend, right, there's pros and cons. And so just off the cuff, like, yep. thinking, like, the needy friend. Be cognizant of how needy you are um, and are you giving back to the people who have given to you? Because, um, yeah, you don't, don't really needy, bro. needy. Well, well, some people struggle with yourself. that. So if you yeah. find yourself in the needy bucket, and you know what? Honestly, I feel like low-key all of us have probably been that friend. Now, it just depends on the duration of time we've been that friend. It could be like, oh, we going through something. So for this day or the next two days or you know whatever i'm the needy friend because i'm going through it but like if that's you okay. 365 24 7 sis bro right mm-hmm. like if your friends stop answering your mm-hmm. calls yes. or it's hard to hang out with them like you might be the needy friend yeah yeah no i, I definitely i have needy friends or a needy friend i mean i love her dearly um <laughs> Yeah, if, you know, she's yep. Anyway, that's that. Like, I have I've had a, <laughs> I've had some of my friends that I see now. It's so funny you say that. So some of my friends, um, some of my needy friends, and also some of my friends uh, that are giving mm-hmm. unwarranted advice are like no yeah. longer. And my that's friends. real. Like, <laughs> like the advice giver or the nurturer. Like you have like. <laughs> You have to know that, yeah, you might give great advice, but everything a friend says to you does not warrant your opinion. And that's something yes. that um, people need to realize, too. It's like, you could give fire advice, but there's a thin line between good advice giver and critical person who is just beating somebody mm-hmm. down all the time. You know yes. what I'm saying? So, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I feel like that was the type of person that I had, but they were not critical to me. They were critical to other people about me. And so that's a, you know, that's bad as well, guys. So don't be that person. Don't be overly critical. Yeah. And yep. be straight up <laughs> with your friends. Like, don't be talking And the shit thing with the advice respect. giver um, and the nurture, take time to yourself also, because 
um, being one of those friends, right? Like we have a tendency to give, 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 give. And at the end of the day, you have nothing left to give yourself. So it's dope that you're right. an advice giver, a nurturer. You have that instinct. Your friends come to you because you give logical, sound, reasonable advice, but also realize that sometimes you might have to set boundaries. So people who fall in this bucket might find themselves having to set boundaries with the needy friend a lot more um, because they're needy mm -hmm. and you're the nurturer. So, um, and sometimes people in this bucket, the advice giver slash nurturer, they almost kind of like what you were trying to get to with um, insecure. Like sometimes they almost feel a little bit inadequate when they don't have to be the nurturer or the the advice giver. Mm -hmm. um, but it's okay. Like you should be celebrating the fact that some of your friends have, you know, conquered whatever they were struggling with or whatever. Like you shouldn't be counting on them to right. keep depending on you. So there's kind of a balance there. Right. No, absolutely. When you say that, it made me think like, what are some what are some things you can do or like just to keep yourself sane when friends don't Ooh. show up the same way as you? Um, and that has kind of been, I know when I moved to Cincinnati, like I struggled with that a lot um, because most of my friends at that time lived in Dallas. Um, and I would be reaching mm -hmm. out all the time. Um, I'd be calling, texting, how are you? Um you know, flying to Dallas and when I'm going to Dallas, going out of my way to make sure I see them, although I may hear from them mm. once every six months. And it's, I don't think that's the only way you can not show up, right? That's one way. Another way is um, always having to be the person to give the advice or always being the person to like fall back on or always mm -hmm. being the person that's there. But when you need that, yeah. it's not reciprocal. Um and so I've had that. That was really tough for me um, because I really, I like consider my friends, my family. And when I moved to Cincinnati and like almost half of my friendships had kind of dissolved in a sense, you know, it was, it was difficult. It felt like break mm -hmm. a breakup essentially. Um, just because, you know, your friends are so close, but I think it's really important to appreciate. I would say if you find that your friends, friends aren't showing up for you and your friendships are kind of drifting apart I think it's really good to appreciate to like appreciate the friendship for what it was versus like getting pissed off or um you know being angry or like harboring hate like if you've already like you know tried to be that person that tried has tried to connect and you've had those conversations and expressed how that has made you feel and they're still not willing to show up I think it's cool to like appreciate it for what it is and just move on. Um, I don't think you have to like make a big ordeal out of it or tell all yeah. your other friends or, you know, don't blast them on social media, tell Please their don't. secrets. You don't have to do that. Like just let the friendship dissolve and like appreciate it for what it was. Yep. Except the and fact that on. that friend might've been more of a lesson than anything else. They might not have been, created yeah. or made or brought into your life to go through all the phases of your life and that's okay like as long as you learn something mm -hmm. can be a better mm -hmm. friend person going forward like that's cool like everybody is not meant to go through every single phase with you right 
And I think it's important too to understand, like I was saying, like if you if you feel like you're reaching out all the time, right? You don't have to have a hash it out conversation. <laughs> like if your friend is not showing up, they've mentally checked out. I think it's okay, you know, to mentally say goodbye. A mental goodbye is good as well for your health. I think you should allow yourself time to grieve um, because you will be sad. Like, you know, and that's, that's your friend and you'll need to feel and kind of work through those feelings. But I think it's important not to beat yourself up about the fact that the friendship is over. Um, back again, like I was saying, just be glad, you know, for the lessons it taught you or the, the memories that you have or, you know, just be inspired by that, knowing that other people are going to come in your life and create, you know, other experiences and life lessons. So... I don't think you always have to like, I, say goodbye. <laughs> nah, I mean, I don't think there's like a, a sit down conversation needed all the time, but I don't know. Like, cause now we're mm-hmm. kind of getting into like ghosting friendships low key. No, 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 no. What I was saying is mm-hmm. if you've put in the effort, you've communicated how this makes you feel. Hey, I see that, you know, what's going on. Like, and you've had that conversation. I'm not going to have a conversation with you multiple times about how oh, yeah, nah. the, the things you do make me feel. If you don't respect how I, you know how you make me feel and you not showing up makes me feel after I've had that conversation with you, then I don't need to have another conversation oh, if your yeah. actions are still the same. Because that means you just don't care. And at that point, that's why I was saying it's okay to just like, you don't have to have a hash it out. You don't have to have three to four to five, six hashes out. Like after you've tried to talk about yeah, it one time, I agree. mentally I get let you. it go. Yep, I agree. Don't ghost your friends, though, please. If you got we an issue, talked about ghosting just say it. Being just adult. communicate. <laughs> be an like. adult. Yes. Be an adult. Have a conversation. Um, but yes, definitely. Um, I think friendships are hard, but I think um, some of the things we discussed can help to, like, sustain friendships, can help you to better manage, like, expectations, and to help you let go of friendships too. And to know that that's okay. okay. Because it's going to happen. Life's going to happen. As you grow, you may can't connect with them in that, that way anymore. And that's okay. Let it go. So, yeah. <laughs> that's my spill on friendships. Guess what else? What else? You got anything else for nah, the bro. people? Keep y'all's friendships. Um, if <laughs> Don't be the toxic one. <laughs> ration yourself self-love always every day self-awareness always every day (laughs) uh nah just surround yourself with with dope people good vibes um if you know me and chelsea you know we are all about dope energy positive vibes and all things that come with that so you got two optimists (laughs) so um We've never fallen out. Yes. So I feel like we can give good friendship advice. <laughs> so don't throw all your friends away. Be like and CK. And that's a wrap. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe, rate, and follow us on our Instagram and Twitter. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Oh!